Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. My loves. Welcome back to the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Today I'm going to talk about something that is brand new in my awareness and it is the addiction to seeking. I never knew this was a thing. When I discovered it was a thing, it blew my fucking mind. I didn't know. I'm being super honest with you all. I didn't know that there were people in this world that went seeking without actually looking to find. And then recently, within the last two months, that jumped into my awareness and I started seeing examples of it and it became very clear to me and I was like, holy shit, this is a thing. This is actually a thing that goes on. And I I didn't even know about it before. So I'm going to talk about that. And uh, that's going to be the topic of the Get the Fuck Off podcast today. Before I get into it, I just want to let you all know that if you get value out of the work I do, you can visit getthefuckoff.com slash podcast and leave me a tip in the Get the Fuck Off tip jar. This is like the Wikipedia asking for money once a year thing. I just did my yearly donation of $2.75 to Wikipedia. I do it every year and then I feel like some kind of great citizen because I help uphold the walls of Wikipedia. (laughs) But I thought to myself, you know, Wikipedia asks for this. They run on donations. The Get the Fuck Off podcast can run on donations. So if you guys like the Get the Fuck Off podcast and you want to leave a Wikipedia-sized tip in the tip jar, getthefuckoff.com slash podcast is where you can do it. All right, back to the seeking as I just snap my fingers. You guys hear that? (laughs) Snapping my fingers. Do you have an addiction to seeking is the question. I did not understand that the world had people in it that was not that were not looking to find answers and i think that these people might think that they are finding or looking to find answers but i realized a couple of months back just with with the heavy layers of ambiguity that i'm going to put here that i know a person who knows a person who's experiencing something autoimmune related and the person that I know suggested that a diet change uh, eliminating inflammatory things from the diet would be a good a good strategy for being free of the symptoms of the autoimmune condition but the person that was experiencing the autoimmune condition had no interest in that answer because they at least from the the point of view that I received um, they were looking to continue to seek 
And I realized as I heard this story that I know many people in my life that do this exact same thing. They don't actually want to find the answers. They just want to seek because they receive the feelings that they want to feel from the seeking process. Um, My very good friend um, who has helped me so much in business uh, told me recently that the completion rate for online courses is 2%. 2%. Now, if you guys will notice, the Get the Fuck Off uh, getthefuckoff.com does not have any online courses. And part of that is because I just haven't wanted to create an online course. But I was talking to somebody, a client of mine, recently and my client said I can't tell you how many online courses I've bought that I haven't completed or I haven't started they just live there and it kind of reminded me of the people that buy the books people that buy books and they don't read them or complete them they just get the dopamine rush from buying the book and people get dopamine rushes from buying the course and they feel like they've done something and none of that ever gets you anywhere I knew a seeker in my life and I never really understood that they were this. But they would constantly tell me things to read and I would just be like, yay, that's amazing. Like, thank you for telling me all these things to read. You must be so smart that you keep telling me all these things to read. But then when I would talk to them about the things that they told me to read that I would then go read, they would say, ah, I didn't really read that. I only read like the first chapter or two and I gave up. And I realized it was never about consuming the information because if if they consumed all of the information, they would find. This is uh, the same person that will take courses or go through programs more than one time because, you know, they, they use whatever excuse they use, but they're seeking. They're always seeking. And, you know, just recently something popped through my inbox from somebody that I, I think is a, I think is a seeker. And asked me a couple of questions. And I thought to myself, you know, I could have responded to this with the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. And you wouldn't have given two iotas of a damn. Because the answer is irrelevant to you. You just want to seek. Now to my brain, this is illogical. Now I am, when I took positive intelligence last year, I came up as a controller hyper-rational. So like for me... Logic is the thing, right? Like, so I'm an intellectual, Enneagram 5, you know, I, I really, really, like, I'm a, I mean, I'm, I don't like to put myself in boxes. I haven't read too much on what being a 5 means, but I know I'm a 5. And um, I just, I'm, I'm logical. I'm a Vulcan. You know, I, I didn't understand for a long time why people did things. My father was incredibly illogical. He used to cancel vacations the day before we would go and I would always be like why did you do that and my stepfather I remember one time a long time ago like when we were much younger he said you're trying to be logical with an illogical person and I didn't and I was like why why would anyone be illogical like you acted this way I would like to know your explanation like what thought process went through your head that made you act this way but I never got my explanation and it and it was interesting I'm an, I'm a totally fucking logical person. So to me, it would make sense that if somebody was seeking, they would be looking to find. When I wanted to stop drinking years and years ago, I wanted to stop drinking alcohol. 
I drank alcohol. I drank alcohol compulsively. I drank alcohol as a pacifier. I drank alcohol as a numbing uh, device. I drank alcohol without an ability to control it. And I wanted to know why. And I wanted to stop. And I wanted to know why. So I read a couple of books. I read them cover to cover. I went on Reddit and I joined our slash stop smoking. Uh, sorry, stop drinking. I was in both of those. <laughs> when I stopped smoking, it was slash stop smoking. And, you know, the sub stop smoking. And then I, I joined the sub stop drinking. And I did that because I wanted the answers. I wanted resources. And then I got these books and I read these books. And by reading these books and then when I read Loyalty to Your Soul, which my friend Andy sent me and I read that, I, re- I realized that, I, first of all, I realized the chemical processes in the brain that kept me drinking. And that I learned, uh, Judy Grizel's opponent process or B process theory was one of those things. And that really taught me about how addiction is not a disease. The disease model is inaccurate, but that it's about habitual excessive use over time. And then I read Annie Grace's This Naked Mind, and that really solidified the social aspect for me. And then I read Craig Beck's Alcohol Lied to Me, and that talked about big alcohol. And then I read Holly Whitaker's Quit Like a Woman, which talked more about big alcohol. And there was just so much information there. And then I read Loyalty to Your Soul and that talked about how an unresolved issue is anything that disturbs your peace. And when your peace is disrupted, there's a lot of things that show up as behaviors on the surface of what you do. And I had my answer and that was enough. I had my answer. I was like, oh, okay. So this is the chemical process that happens in my brain. This is the social aspect that happens with my friends. This is the macro aspect that happens in society. And this is the unresolved issue that lies at the core of me, which started when I was like six years old. Wow. That's why I drink. I have my answer. Amazing. I want to tell you guys something. Andy Scarantino and GetTheFuckOff.com and GetTheFuckOff and any programs that are related to GetTheFuckOff and GetTheFuckOff one-on-one coaching and day one group coaching is not a safe space for seekers not looking to find. Because if you are not, you are going to find. Like, you are going to have the tools and be empowered to find answers. That is my sole function. I'm here to help you find answers. I'm here to help you find answers so you can release the things that are keeping you stuck. Now, those might not be comfortable. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about how people will quit anything when they come up against the barrier of the known self. People will quit anything when they come up against the barrier of the known self. That's when people want to quit things. And it's not comfortable, guys. It's not comfortable to come up against the barrier of the known self. I have someone in my orbit who's a coach and she was very proud that she had a call with somebody recently and when the call was over the person said that she'd provided more insight and clarity and I don't remember the exact words but you get what I'm saying then all of this time in therapy and uh, I said to my mom I said this is what I what I'd heard why is this and my mom said because therapists often don't challenge people's beliefs They should. They're supposed to challenge people's beliefs. They're supposed to challenge people's beliefs. But a lot of the times, they don't. They just listen. Now, I've sat on the other end of challenging people's beliefs. And let me tell you something. It's not comfortable 
for me or for the people to challenge people's beliefs. I have been on one-on-one calls where I've challenged people's beliefs and they have looked like they were ready to jump through the computer screen and fucking cut my throat. Like this is not comfortable. When you come up against the barrier of the known self, it's not comfortable. When you're talking about how your spouse is a piece of human garbage and all of a sudden somebody challenges an active belief of yours that puts you and takes you right the fuck out of the victim seat, that's not fucking comfortable. It's not fucking comfortable, guys. It's not fucking comfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's going to make you madder than hell. Madder than fucking hell. And I'm going to tell you what. It's the best thing that could ever happen to you. I am not a safe space for seekers not looking to find. Because you're going to find. You're going to find. And that's why I'm here. I started Get the Fuck Off to help people find their answers. And I didn't know when I started Get the Fuck Off that a lot of people are not looking for answers. They're just looking to continue seeking. They're looking to continue to play out the story, to accumulate more, to learn more. Oh, I got this teacher. Oh, I need a better one. Oh, I had that teacher. I need a better one. Oh, I didn't I didn't spend enough. That program was only, you know, this many dollars. I need to tr- fucking spend this many dollars. One of the most valuable things that I learned from was an Audible that I got on a free trial. All right, this is before I actually paid for an Audible subscription. Got a free fucking trial, six-hour audible of Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within. That taught me more than shit that I've paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars for. But I was looking to find. So I was like, well, where's the answer? Oh, I got this. Okay, let me listen to this. Oh, here's answers here. Okay, so I got the answer. And then I thought it can't be that simple. It can't be that simple that I'll just, you know, have this, this audible here and I'll just listen to it and I'll have my answer. It's not going to be that simple. So I go spend a bunch of money and I realize, oh, actually it was that fucking simple. Imagine that. Sometimes we get so inundated in the world with information and that's why people keep creating all these online co- courses because they're for seekers. They're for seekers that just want the next thing. I want to just download the next thing, pay for the next thing, have the next thing on my computer. I just want to continue to accumulate, but I don't actually want to do the work and I don't actually want to find the answers. There is a whole industry that just thrives off of the fact that you don't actually want answers. You just want to consume. So people are making all this money. And I'm going to tell you what. There's an element of bitterness in this because these people are making a fuck ton more than me. Because what I do is not just give you something to buy so it can just sit on your computer. Now, that's a choice. And I do plan to create something that will provide answers. But you could just buy it and it could sit on your computer and I'll just collect your dollars. And that'll be great. And I'm, and I'm going to do that at some point as soon as I get up the gumption to create it which I haven't had yet because I'm busy, you know, actually doing work and not providing this this sort of reinforcement for people to just collect things that they can just sit on their hard drives until they're dead. Um, but, you know, here in, my, here in my brutal honesty here. But I'm here to provide answers. Like there's actual answers available and having an addiction to seeking and accumulating things, it's, it's just, it's not getting you anywhere, you know? Buying the next book, seeing the next thing. 
So I don't want to charge for the Get the Fuck Off podcast. The Get the Fuck Off podcast is completely free. The Get the Fuck Off podcast is for people that want to find answers. And if you go through the topics of the Get the Fuck Off podcast from the beginning in the in the 80-something episodes that I've created, I don't have the Canva graphic with the episode number in front of me at this moment. I just kind of, you know, create the next episode. You'll see that there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of answers in this. There's a lot of answers. But I would love to just ask you, do you have an addition to seeking? Because all of us already have our own answers. There isn't an answer that comes from outside of us that is going to make sense for you. The only answer that's going to make sense is the one that you have. Now, don't tell me, but Andy, that didn't work. It is working. There is no teleportation system on the road from A to B, but you can work quickly. Let me walk quickly. Sorry. Let me get, let me give you an example of this. In Kabbalah, they call it expanding the vessel. So this is why lottery winners lose all their money. They lose all their money because they haven't expanded the vessel to know how to be a millionaire when they become a millionaire. So in 2020, you know, I was working with clients and I didn't have a full load of clients. You know, I had a lot fewer and there wasn't a part of me that was like, oh, I just want more clients. I just want, but I didn't have a lot of the preliminary steps in place. So when I started day one, I, and I, and if I told this story before, I apologize, but I know that this is probably somebody's first time listening to me to get the fuck off podcast. So I'm just going to retell it. In the first or second week of day one, one of my members had said to me, can you send me another invoice? I lost my invoice. I, you know, so I was like, Sure, I can do that. So I go into Stripe and I find the original invoice and I reproduce it and I send it as an email to this member. And all of that was stuff that I built in 2020. Like I was doing a lot of building in 2020 and I was thinking, well, why am I building all this stuff? Like I don't have that many people. And I'm like, wait a minute, I really do need to build all of this. Like all these pieces have to be covered. The Stripe account has to be created. The PayPal account has to be created. The website has to be created. The The email list has to be created. I have to learn how to create the podcast, the RSS, the, the like all of it. It just, it all had to be created. And I had not expanded my vessel at the time to be able to manage a group of people. I didn't expand my vessel enough to be able to coach like full time. I I wouldn't have had the capacity. I didn't have the confidence. I mean, I had the confidence for the amount of clients that I have, but that's why I had the amount of clients that I had. I had the amount of clients that I had because that was how much that I could handle. That was how much my vessel had been expanded at that time. I don't know if you guys heard that, but there was a loud police siren outside. I do live in New York. But I don't want to re-record that part, so we're going to just keep moving on. Um, I didn't, I hadn't had uh, expanded my vessel that much at that time. So I had what I had because that was how much I had expanded. You have to touch every step on the way, the road from A to B. And that means like with, they say the, the, the line, if you can build your body, you can build your business. It's the same exact thing. You know, I have a level of fitness with running that I didn't have when I started running in 2017. And even when I lost a bunch of weight in 2018 and I ran my first marathon, the amount of fitness that I have now is astronomical compared to then. And that's the only thing that can get you to that point is time, repetition, showing up every single day. Like those are the things that can get you there. And I had to have that time. And I am where I am. And I honor that. 
Like I honor the process of where I am. Do I earn six figures, seven figures? Fuck no. This is year three. Like, no. I earned five figures. That's great. But like, there's going to be, there's, there's more expansion of the vessel that has to come. You have to learn. You have to make mistakes. You have to learn from your mistakes. And I am always in the mindset that I am a lifelong learner. And I'm also looking to find. I'm looking to improve. I'm looking to, I'm looking at myself. And I'm willing to expand and I'm willing to grow. And that's important. So I've never seen myself as a seeker. I am, I've seen myself as somebody who wants answers and wants to take those answers and embody the knowledge. I've talked about in one of my earlier episodes about embodiment and the manual override. And if you read a million books, it's useless unless you embody that. You have to embody what you learn. Seeking and and accumulating more and getting better teachers. Getting teachers that are more, I don't know, something. That That doesn't do anything for you. My free trial, Audible Download. That was worth its weight in gold. Like, well, it was worth... (laughs) that I guess well that's not very much because I didn't pay anything for it but like that was worth 20,000 pounds of gold in my in my opinion how about that that was worth gold and it was because for me I wanted to understand my subconscious mind because I had been clued in to the fact that my subconscious mind controls 95 percent of my life and if my subconscious mind is running the show then I damn well want to learn how to fucking work that thing like how am I gonna go about my life not knowing how to work my subconscious mind I want to have a clue I want to have insight I don't want to just keep looking for the next thing you know you get all this shit with like compulsive dieters you know it's funny when I meet compulsive dieters I love it I love meeting compulsive dieters because they all know a lot about nutrition they really do you know they know so much they know probably more than you do they probably know people that struggle with their weight probably know more about nutrition than people who don't they know so much but they don't embody any of it they're seekers they're always looking for the next quick fix they're always looking for the next quick thing always looking for the next download that's they're just going to sit on their desktop the next program that's going to give them the motherfucking thing there isn't anyone that has the answer for you except you. I, I will say that. And you know, this is what I say to day one. I say, you know, I'm not your teacher. You will learn from me, but I'm not your teacher. You're going to learn from me. You're going to learn from the others. And ultimately, we all have our answers. We have our own answers. I know that's frustrating as hell for you to probably hear because the answers are inside of you. You know what you want to do. You just might have an attachment to it looking a different way than it's going to look, which is an, a, a topic for a whole other episode. But the idea of seeking without looking to find is a hungry ghost. I don't know if you guys know about hungry ghosts, but hungry ghosts is, is comes from, I forget what, the Buddhists, I believe, a being that has intense emotional needs. You know, a hungry ghost, like somebody, like an addict would be like a hungry ghost. I was a hungry ghost. And the need 
for intense emotional stimulation. And I remember the feelings of being out till 4 o'clock in the morning, hanging out outside of Olenny, smoking cigarettes. So I'm drinking. I'm drinking beer. I'm doing shots. I'm smoking cigarettes. I'm standing outside. I'm having conversations. I'm with people that I've known for years. Then people that I don't know very well. There's people from all over the world. There's people that, you know, speak all different languages. There's the, the guy that sat on the standpipe that he was homeless. And he would always say to us at night, now don't hurt nobody. Uh, I believe his name was Jerome and he would always ask us for cigarettes and he'd talk to us. And then there was another guy that used to come and sing. He would serenade us within the still of the night. And then there was another guy that, you know, was always having mental illness and he was in and out of hospitals or Rikers and he would just kind of, you know, come by. And like, so there was all of that action. And then there was all the action inside of the bar and there were all the different, you know, people that worked in the different service industries that would come and talk about all the people from all over the world that came in every night and then we would hear the stories and I so there was the alcohol fueling and the cigarette smoking and the talking and the and the different culture clashing and the and the well and the unwell and the worried well and the, you know just all this shit and it was a hungry all of it was hungry ghosts like I was the oh I was the hungry ghost I mean all of these were just things I was the hungry ghost I was chasing the high and I I remember like there were there was the, the younger years and I was like sounded like I said the wonder years the younger years I remember being 27 I was in grad school I remember I was sleeping with this guy and he was going through a divorce and he'd moved out and he'd moved from Queens to Harlem and it would be four o'clock in the morning and Olenny's would be closing and he'd text me to come over and I'd come over. We'd have sex for three hours and then I'd be like doing the thirsty walk of shame home. I can get to class the next morning fucking going to fucking Columbia like just having that night. You know, like, it was just, it was just a whole, like, mindfuck. Like, that was my life, you know? Like, that was my life. That was me. I was a hungry ghost. I was a hungry ghost. You just go and, you know, re, just drink your water and take a shower and go to a seminar with some of the most intelligent people you've ever met and then get a Starbucks and chat up the employees there and, like, just... Pat yourself on the back for being so, oh, I could talk to anyone. What a chameleon I am. I used to tell that story a lot. And I still tell that story because I still can just because of the, the practice. Like I've had practice for, for my whole life, you know, to be able to talk to all different types of people. And, um, you know, there was just, I had intense emotional needs all of the time. And, uh. That was, and I was a hungry ghost. And a lot of times when you're a, a compulsive seeker and you're not looking to find, it's the same kind of thing. You've got an intense emotional need and your seeking fills that intense emotional need. And that's what, that's what you're feeding off of. Like you're, you're, you got that need and oh man, that's something for you to look at. You know, that's something that we could have a conversation with one-on-one. -on -one. I'm, I'm talking about this because I'm about ready to open day one for enrollment. I'm opening day one for enrollment September 1st. And it's going to stay open for two weeks. September 1st is September 14th. That's how long day one is going to be open. And then we're going to close our doors again for three months. And we're going to be closed until December. It's ready for cohort two. Cohort one was beautiful. Uh, the connections, the camaraderie, the community. I, I couldn't have asked 
for a better experience. I learned a lot. I really did. I learned a lot um, about myself. I learned a lot about the others. I learned what works, what doesn't work, what thing. Yeah, I just learned. It's always a learning experience. And I, and I was pretty open about the fact that this was my first community. And um, now we have an existing community that we want new people to be a part of. It's a women's coaching community. So you do have to identify as female to join. And um, it is, it's a, it's a beautiful community. It's a sacred space. It's been beautiful. It really has been. And, uh, you know, it, it just really, just this last weekend, we were doing um, a, an exercise and the, the women <laughs> gave a brilliant, um, I got this exercise actually from Martin John, my partner, um, and I and brought it to day one and, and they were giving each other, I asked them to give a master class on their struggle and it just so happened that the call was small and and there was a, a body image master class that we were given and it was very enlightening <laughs> to say the least and at the end of the call I I had a room full of women saying to each other you are so beautiful and I mean it just it I it filled my heart like truly like it filled my my cup to the brim to hear these women saying this to each other I mean I honor them so much for their bravery and courage and showing up in the capacity that they did over the last few months it really has been overwhelming for me and I, I have so much gratitude for them and I have gratitude for the space and I have gratitude just for everything for 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 their journeys and for them to be willing to come together in, in that way day one is a community for seekers that are looking to find not seekers who are just looking to seek um and I never knew up until this year that there were seekers that weren't looking to find but day one is a community for people that are looking to find looking to find yourself looking to get in touch with your highest version of yourself looking to find your answers that you already have and do it in a way that is safe and do it in a way that's beautiful and do it in a way that honors your process. No one's going to tell you that your process is bullshit. You're just going to have your process. And that's something, you know, like that, that's something and that's going to happen. You know, there's been a lot this year. I, I did the courageous thing and I'm going to say it's courageous because it was scary as fucking hell and I didn't die. But I, I left my jobs last November and I've been in business and I haven't had another job since last November except for one three-day stint. I got paid to do one three-day stint. I was a studio audience member for a television show. Last March I did that. Um, the, the show is airing right now, by the way. I'm not going to tell you which show. I signed a contract, non-disclosure, that said I couldn't. But if y'all just scrolling through your shows and you see Andy Scarantino in a show, guess what? Yep, that's me. <laughs> I got paid to do that. But I was in a studio audience for a show. And uh, besides that, I, you know, I really didn't, I haven't done anything else. And it was scary. It was really fucking scary. And um, I learned a lot in this year about myself and I learned a lot about others and I've come a long way since the beginnings of get the fuck off I remember recording an episode of get the fuck off in the very beginning like in the pandemic it was still in the pandemic I think we were still sort of in a shutdown here in New York and I, I was talking about my realization that 
my coworkers and I did not have the same experience. I truly believed when we all lost our jobs in 2020, the job that we all bitched about, the job that we all experienced a, a lot of hell at together. And granted, there's a lot of good things that came from that job. I'm not here to slam on that job. I'm, I'm working to move past that. I really thought that all of us felt the same thing. I thought we were all going this through this collective experience and we were all coming out the other side. I was like, yeah, we're all doing this. We're all going to be this way. And I realized that wasn't the case. There were people that rushed back there. And like their experience was totally different than mine. I experienced this rebirth and this, you know, this clarity and this openness and this this time of possibility. I was also heavily involved in Andy's community and I had really connected deeply with people that I knew from the whole life challenge and like I was starting a new business and I was starting a new life. But a lot of people were in straight up survival. That year was complete hell for them. And I didn't realize we weren't all having the same experience because we shared the same circumstances. Like I had no idea. And I didn't, and I've grown a lot since then. I did an episode of the podcast on that because I really thought that everybody operated the way that I did. And I realized that no, they actually don't. And I really thought that people are looking for answers. And I realized, no, not everyone's looking for answers. Some people are just looking to seek. And by the way, after I've done this whole episode, I will say that if you're just looking to seek, it's okay. Like, that's okay that you are that way. But get the fuck off is not for you if that's the case. Because get the fuck off is for people that are looking to find answers and looking to look at themselves, looking for clarity, looking for understanding, looking for self-love, looking for a community, looking for acceptance, looking for all of those things. And yes, I swear a lot. I swear a lot because I want you to know that you can just be you and that's cool. But I am here for people who are looking for answers, not for people that just want to live in story. And that's it. That's all I got to say. So day one is going to be reopening. On September 1st, it's going to be open through September 14th. Then we're going to close for three months. There are no exceptions to that. We are closed after September 14th. So I am going to talk about day one nonstop between September 1st and September 14th. I'm going to put a link in the description of this podcast, how you can register for updates. And then I'm going to let you know on the next episode, because the day one's going to be open in the next episode, exactly how you can register and you can join our community. If you guys have questions about the community, you can reach out to me, Andy, A-N-D-E-E, at getthefuckoff.com. I'm very responsive to email, love DMs, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, all of that stuff. Just reach out. It's totally great. Um, and, and again, day1.getthefuckoff.com is going to subscribe you to updates. But just remember, you got to confirm, look in promotions. I know I keep fighting that battle. Um, definitely get on the list. Day1.getthefuckoff.com. Also, like if you go there, you can read some testimonials. The testimonials are really feedback that I got from my members. I sent out a feedback form and a bunch of them said, and they, they answered anonymously, but they said really nice things. It was awesome. Um, so there's that. Uh, you guys can check that out. And uh, I'm going to be back next week with another episode of the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Until that time, stay safe. Absolutely stay safe. And, you know, stay beautiful. Stay beautiful. You're so beautiful. Stay beautiful. I'll see you guys next week.